So he decides to drive back to the house and he caught them in the middle of the act, his wife and the coworker. The, this is the funniest part, though, of the story. And my favorite, I mean, yeah, it sucks, right? But like the way he described it was yeah. like, I walked into the house and there, and what he saw was his wife was scrambling to put on her PJs. But she he also saw the dude, the coworker, basically the guy that's been texting his wife that he saw in the text, saw he's, he knows what his body looks like, right? Without a shirt on. So the guy's naked and he tries to hide in his bathroom and he can clearly see he's there. And then he when they make eye contact, the guy's just like, sorry, dude. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God. Hi, welcome to the Magnetic Mismatch Show. This is Linda. And this is Will. And we are both recovering from food coma. <laughs> All week. All week. We've been uh, indulging. Yeah. yeah. I think we're starting the Thanksgiving feast a week too early. <laughs> Thanksgiving weeks for us is not just a day, huh? Yeah. Um, but we, we had some good food. What, what did we have this week? We had pies. Pies with the plural. Yeah. It's worth the calories. She she basically had two pumpkin pies, guys. Just just throw it out there. You know what? You you ate it with me. <laughs> so don't single me out. I like how I always like I, I try to put you on blast about like eating a lot of these delicious foods and then I always forget. I'm like, dude, you're part of it too. And I probably <laughs> eat the bigger portion, you know? So pumpkin putting myself on blast. And then we had a pizza. Yeah. That was that delicious. was that was on you. You wanted the I, pizza. I wanted the pizza. Yeah. yeah. So we were, you know, we've been indulging a little bit and we've been really good about our diets, you know, for the most part during this quarantine. We've been eating very healthy, yeah. um, pretty eating clean, right? Quote unquote, and uh been exercising. But you know, we're human, right? And we we do believe in balance and sometimes we have our weeks where we just wanna, you know, indulge a little bit. And that's a perfectly okay, perfectly healthy, right? Yeah. But yesterday, because we overindulged a little bit on the heavier foods, the greasy foods, um, she was craving for a salad for salads. And we're talking about at past midnight, guys. So <laughs> usually if it's past midnight, you know, if you, you have the munchies or you want to have like some foods, some, you want bad foods, you want greasy foods, right? She wanted salads. She started looking up salads. Yeah. So I added to my cart. <laughs> Uh, to get a delivery of um, a bunch of salads today. Yeah, she was getting excited over cauliflower and like lettuce and Spinach carrots and, and <laughs> kale and artichokes and yeah, yeah. I, I think your body just was like craving and screaming for greens. So I totally get it. Yeah, yeah. So we'll eat better next week. But in the meantime, um, we do have a really good topic this week um, or today. Uh, at least I think so. Um, it's something that we've been wanting to talk about, but we've kind of, I don't know if it just, we forgot about it, but it came back up again recently, right? So the topic is, can men and women just be friends? Yeah. It's one of those topics where I feel like it depends on who you talk with or speak with. Right. Um, because, you know, there's research showing both ways, right? Yes and no. Uh-huh. 
So it's kind of hard. It's just like one of those topics that it's not black and white. It's not black and white, and you know, it's one of those topics where there's never going to be a definite yes or a definite no. Right, depending on who you talk to, right? Exactly. And because we've seen it, you know, on both extremes, and I'm sure people listening have know people on both extremes, right? Where you have uh, maybe somebody you've seen a couple where they're so chill, right, with their partner, they can let their partner do whatever they want, really, and they don't have to, you know, tell them, "Hey, I'm going to be out late," or "I'm going to be gone for the weekend." Um, and no explanation needed and they're perfectly fine with it and the relationship works. Mm -hmm. Um, But then you also see on the opposite side where uh, you have people that are basically, no, you cannot be friends or hang out or spend any time with the opposite sex. Uh, It is not allowed in the relationship. Uh, It's kind of to the point where even if you guys go out for dinner, you know, the server, if it's the opposite sex, right? You tell your partner, you you get, look down. What, what are you looking at, right? Look Especially at your plate. Especially if they're really attractive. Yeah. <laughs> keep your eyes on the menu. Keep your eyes on the plate. And, you know, just talk talk towards the bottom, right? <laughs> I think is, there's um, an episode on uh, Fresh Prince. When is Will, there really? Yeah, when Will went on the date with... Um, uh, one of oh, the oh yeah. you're right yeah. yeah that's hilarious she didn't allow him to look up <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing she would get yeah just out of control um that's so funny yeah it's just and fun uh interesting to see that happen so you always have people on both extremes and of course right uh, just like a lot of things in life um a lot i think it depends mostly right it really mm-hmm. depends on the person, their experiences, their past relationships, just so many factors. But, you know, we, we're not here to try to tell somebody um, whether it's cool or not. It's up to the people. And we're just trying to think out loud, right? Trying to explore, well, why would someone think that way, you know? Yeah. Or how would someone view it? But like I was saying, this topic just kind of came back to the forefront because we were reading as usual, or just looking, browsing on the internet, and we came across an interesting story. Yeah. So, babe, you want to kind of give a little bit of background and kind of fill in some holes here with that? Yeah. So, there's a, a couple. They've been married for a, a little over three years. So, it's pretty fairly new relationship. Yeah. Right. And um, it was around the holidays. Mm, when, around Christmas. Yeah. yeah, around Christmas when he uh, noticed his wife having a long, um, basically like um, texting, like a period of texting with a male coworker. Right. Um, who he knows. That Who he knows, yeah. And I guess in the, the text messages, they were um, ta- talking about... Um, being like excited right excited to see each other um and if can't wait for the next time yeah can't wait for the next time and you know her asking if he booked the hotel for (laughs) after the holiday and he said no not yet so um he confronted her right and she i guess deleted all the messages and was like no there's nothing on my phone it's like, so she's just denying it, like straight yeah. up. You've been caught red-handed. But the thing right? is that he screenshot all those messages. Very smart. Smart guy. Um, so she showed him. Yeah. Yeah. He he showed her, uh, her the the messages, yeah. and um, 
she was just denying it, saying basically like there's nothing going on. She doesn't like him. Yeah, we were just playing around. We were just joking, joking. about like getting a hotel, mm-hmm. you know. And then I think she she was pretty much like, "Look, I'll even, it, I'll even yeah. prove it to you, right? Like, let me text him right now in front of you and ask him about the hotel." So then she texts, "Hey, did you book the hotel yet?" And then his response back was, "Not yet." Uh huh. Right. Yeah. And then she apologized. I'll never do it again. Yeah, he there's be- nothing going and on. And he believed her. Uh, or maybe he just closed a, a blind eye, right? Cause the, yeah, the way he was talking about it, like, it seemed like he was putting her on a pedestal. Yeah. Right? Like, I am so in love with this woman. Yeah, because he was like, um, you know, um, he basically described the, the relationship as if no one else could be as happy as they are. <laughs> Anytime you hear that, that's a red flag, dude. <laughs> like our relationship, no one else can be like us. We're we're special. We're special. Right? We're like the ideal perfect couple, I think is what he said or yeah. something like that. And like everything was was like, you know, in their favor, right? He's like, we're both attractive. Um, they're both wildly successful in their careers. Yep. They just have everything going on for them, yep. which is which is great. Yeah. Um, so he didn't think like anything could ever go wrong, basically. Right. And she's like the perfect woman for him. Mm-hmm. That's how he was kind of looking at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I guess. I don't remember. Some time passed. Yeah. So when he confronted her, she obviously denied it. She said, like, I'm not going to do that again anymore. I'm not going to talk to him anymore because I don't like him anyways. Right. Whatever. Right. And then. I guess after that incident, he still, even though she said that to him, a part of him just knew, right? Something's off. Mm-hmm. Like, I still don't believe her, right? Or something like that. He oh, just, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I remember that now. And then um, I guess um, time passed. And then, you know, he had still had a gut feeling about, um, you know, something's going on. But he never really looked into it because he, he trusted her. Right. Um, but then this one time, um, he had to um, get her phone because he he got one of those passcode that he needed to enter. Yeah, like two factor authentication or whatever. Yeah, so it went to her phone. Mm-hmm. So uh, he he got the passcode, and then he noticed um, she was getting text messages from that same guy. Still, they were still, still talking. they were still yep. talking, um, but this time I think it's gotten a little bit more risque um he was sending the guy was sending her um videos and photos of himself like without his shirt on yeah and just like inappropriate like emojis with his his tongue sticking out and you know just different things um (laughs) right i'm like right uh yeah go ahead sorry oh and so he so he decided to confront her again yep yep Right, but then you know, yeah. again, he apo- she apologized. I would never do it again. I don't like him like that. He's just um, he's just uh, showing off because he's been working out uh, more <laughs> often now, um, and he wanted to show me his his, his progress. progress. Yeah, dude, this 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 person just has like an excuse for everything, and she's quick with it too. Like, yeah, like, oh yeah, no, 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 don't you don't got it all wrong. It. You got it all wrong. He's just proud of like the progress. That's why he sent me a freaking like, 
you know, shirtless photo and a heavy, like an emoji with like sweating and tongue sticking out. And videos. Like, really? It's like, <laughs> it's like this is getting bad. Like, yeah. and, and I think it's hard because like when you're reading this from the outside looking in, you're kind of like, hello, like, are you stupid? Like, yeah. clearly something's wrong. But right? you know, my heart breaks for him. Yeah. Right? It's like, no, I, I agree. it's like, it's like he's so in love with her. Right. That it's like he's almost in denial of the he situation. He is in denial. Well, he is in denial of the situation. Yeah. Even though his gut feelings, his gut is telling him that something is not right. Yeah, and the evidence is so clear. It doesn't get any clearer than that. But love right? makes you blind. I know. That's where I'm you not get in trouble. Right, and I'm not criticizing him in the sense of like. Um, you know, I'm not blaming him for how he felt because clearly this guy is so in love that he is blinded. I mean, the way he he just puts her on a pedestal, he's she's the center of his universe, of yeah. his whole world. And that's how he describes it in this story, right? And so I I can understand why, even with evidence so clear, he's pretty much like like looking past it. It's almost as if he didn't see it, right? Mm -hmm. Because he needs to protect this this image that he has of yeah. her. Yeah. They're perfect. Yeah. This can't happen to us, right? Can't yeah. be cheating. Can't We're be so angry. happy. Yeah. There's no way this is real, right? Yeah. Or whatever. But he's willing to look past it, right? Yeah. So then after the incident, um, you know, he didn't, he felt like he didn't want to forgive her. Um, he needed some time to he think. He needed some time to think. So he moved to an Airbnb for a period of time. But they're still communicating. Right. So they're married, guys. Remember that, right? Yeah. So they're, they're just separating. He just put some space between them. Yeah. Um, they're still talking. You know, she apologized again. Never happened. It won't happen again. She won't um, talk to him again. You know, and he moved in with his family and friends uh, after the Airbnb. Um, and he got help uh, yeah. with a psychologist. Yep. Right. And he said that helped a lot. That helped a lot. Just to kind of get his mental state kind of back to a healthy level, at least to some some extent, you know. Yeah. That's damaging. That's hard, right? Yeah. So he, so that's a good thing, right? That he got yeah. help. Right, right. Um, to help um, facilitate the, the situation. Right. So at this point, he was ready to forgive her and to talk like adults. Yeah. To have a mature conversation, like exactly, and you know, I kind of, I kind of, you know, the he did disclose that, um, you know, his dad would be devastated to know, you know, how the relationship ended, and I think that's what's holding him back from ending the the relationship because his father, um, didn't get to witness getting uh, them getting married because he passed away. Um, two months before their their wedding date, mm -hmm. so you know, so obviously the the father did know, you know, the the his current wife, right? And, right. And I think he's kind of holding on to that happy memory too. There's some sort of emotional attachment there. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then he decided, okay, I'm a forgiver. Go back and talk like mature adults. Try to work it out, right? He's trying to salvage the marriage, even though it's pretty damn clear. That she's, you know, there's something going on, right? Yeah, and you know, not not to say that you can't bounce back from, you know, problems, and problems, issues, or, yeah. or you know, cheating or whatnot. You know, the the if you work on the relationship, I do believe that you can 
um, repair it. Repair it. But that's if both people want it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's a reason that she cheated, right? So, um, so he decides to drive back to the house, and he caught them in the middle of the act. His wife and the coworker. The, this is the funniest part, though, of the story, and my favorite. I mean, yeah, it sucks, right? But like the way he described it was yeah. like, I walked into the house, and there, and what he saw was his wife was scrambling to put on her PJs, but she, he also saw the dude, the coworker, basically the guy that's been texting his wife that he saw in the text. Saw he's, he knows what his body looks like, right? Without a shirt on, so the guy's naked and he tries to hide in his bathroom, and he can clearly see he's there. And then he, when they make eye contact, the guy's just like, "Sorry, dude." <laughs> I was just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. And and the author uh, of the post or the story uh, that's writing the story was like. He's like, is this the point where I kill this guy, <laughs> right? Like, or I beat him up or whatever. But he decides that, you know, no, right? Because he's like, you know, this is just some guy. He's just, right, hooking up with a hot woman mm-hmm. a, of the opposite sex, right? So I can't really blame him necessarily. Yes, he's part of the problem. But yeah, I, I think he kind of, he, he didn't shift his anger towards the third party because it's really his spouse's bad in this situation right yeah. i mean it's also bad on the guy too of knowing course, yeah. that you know she's a married woman to right. cross that absolutely boundary. we're not letting him off the no, hook and to walk in you know his house with his pictures oh yeah and family all over the house and still violate and, that and the picture of the of his dead father yeah and their too. wedding photos oh man and you yeah. know to he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. So right. it's both their fault. Absolutely. But from the author's perspective, at yeah, the yeah. moment. At the moment. Yeah he, yeah, he didn't shift that anger towards the guy. He shifted it towards, right, the wife. Yeah, the wife. And and it's her decision to, make, decision to let that happen. And yeah. She's been violating the marriage by constantly lying. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that's the worst it's, well, she's denied it from the get-go, right? Every time she's caught her, she he's caught her doing something, whether it's texting or sending messages or whatever. Yeah, she's denied it. She denied it. Nothing's going on. But then uh, here he catches her in the act, and and I think that's she's violated the marriage in you know so many ways. The trust is gone. The trust is gone. Yeah. So you know, good for the author. He decided. To move on from the the relationship, yeah, I think when he the the way he ended his his uh, story was that like he he was still in love, right? Even after all that, man, you can't just really fall out of love. It's hard, somebody. right? You can't you can't really sometimes you can't choose how you feel, mm-hmm. right? Like if you if you love somebody, no matter what, sometimes even no matter how much they screw up or screw you over, yeah. sometimes you you just can't help how you feel. You know, you have those feelings for that person. But so he he acknowledged that, right? That like, I still care about this person a lot. I'm still in love with this person. But, and this was where his logic came in, which is good, right? His clear level-headed thinking was, this isn't good for me, this relationship. Um, and that's where he decided to, that it's better that he 
walks away from the relationship, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I don't know what, what happened after that, but that's kind of where the story ended. Yeah. So <laughs> why are we talking about this story? I think that's what sparked us to think about a little bit more about the topic today where it's kind of like, should this guy now, you know, after having something horrible like this happen where he's been cheated on and I've, I've been cheated on, you know, I've been a victim of that um, early on. And thankfully it wasn't when we, you know, I was married with somebody, but it was early on in my, uh, my fir- one of my first like real relationships and it sucks, right? It sucks to be cheated on. You feel violated. And like you said, the trust is gone. It's never come going to be the same. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder, like, after this experience for this dude, would he look at this question of, can, would, would he trust that his next relationship, would he be okay with his spouse um, being in touch and being friends or contacting uh, people that are of the opposite sex. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, I wouldn't blame him if he said no, right? Because of the what he experienced. Okay. Um, but you know, if I'm I'm being subjective about it, um, I think it's not fair if uh, he he prevents his next partner from having friends of the opposite sex. Because she wasn't one, wasn't the one that violated the trust in the relationship, right? Right, and and you know, even early on in our relationship, I have always expressed um, how important it is for each of us to have and continue to have our own external support, right? Um, whether it's uh, a guy friend, or gr- your group of guy friends, or girlfriends, whatever. Um, just because I, I do believe that it's not fair for me to come into the, the relationship and cutting you off from your, your group of support, mm-hmm. right? Because what if you were, you know, friends with the, which you do, you do have girlfriends that you've mm-hmm. met, you know, years before we've ever even known each other started or, or started anything, dating. Yeah. Well, we've known each other for a long time, but, right. um, started dating or being good friends right so it's not fair for them because if i if i were in their shoes uh, i would feel gypped yeah yeah and then for you on for you on your end i would feel bad for you too because you know you spent so many years um and energy developing you know a, a friendship with them right and for me to just tell you, you can't have that anymore. <laughs> like, you know, that makes me sad. Yeah. And and not everybody will respond well to that either. You know, if, if you told somebody you're dating or married to that, like, you can't have friends of the opposite sex, not everybody's going to respond well to that. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. Maybe we had a relationship that I'm with uh, close with somebody. Uh, of the opposite sex and it's completely platonic there is no sexual aspect to it there's no romantic you know uh, there's nothing there right and and um maybe i look at that relationship as just like a a good friend right mm-hmm. like a uh, a sibling almost you know like a, a younger sister or um a home girl whatever right somebody that you're co- you're you have chemistry with you get along with uh, you guys have a lot of fun, but it never goes beyond that. 
Um, and like you said, it's kind of not fair if, if you knowing that that's what I have with that person and you're forbidding that relationship simply because of, you know, maybe whatever your perspective is for whatever reason. But I do think that there is a limit to that maybe. Cause because <laughs> it's like, I, I look at this guy, I read this story and I'm just like, man, it's like, is he just too trusting? I think that's part of it. I mean, he kind of put her on a, a pedestal, but does that also mean to your point, like, does that mean he should generalize and kind of punish everybody else so that everybody, he, you know, he's going to view everybody as potentially um, going to be violating his trust because they have this relationship with the opposite sex yeah but that's not fair yeah that's not fair and also um this is just my opinion but you know i would rather have you be upfront with me and let me know hey i'm going to hang out with this person i'm going to have dinner with them right then for me to be uh for me to be like okay you can't have any girlfriends (laughs) but then you know you will do eventually do what you want to do. You can't monitor the person twenty four seven. You right? You you'll find a way to go hang out with them, or you'll feel the need to sneakily have a text message or a DM or a conversation with that person. See, um, I think now that becomes more exciting. <laughs> right it's almost like the opposite you're like effect. creating yeah now yeah. you're creating a dynamic like, where <laughs> you're creating like a temptation and a that makes, spark maybe that makes it exciting like That's oh I, i'm a secretly text my best friend you know right right even though it's like that wasn't how it was but maybe now it's like that you throw an excitement to the mix <laughs> this little bit of forbidden fruit or that little bit it's always funny how like when you t- explicitly tell someone it's like your parents you can't do this they want to do it you're gonna want to do it even more right (laughs) like i don't know it's just human nature right yeah um but yeah i i don't know it's it's i mean obviously the story that that we we talked about it's kind of heartbreaking but at the same time it's like so what if like he became so cold right and that's again we're saying that's not fair um do you think he started the relationship. I mean, clearly, he didn't tell her, like, you can't hang out with any male coworkers. Yeah. Or anything like that. Or you can't talk didn't to anybody. Didn't seem like he had a problem with that. He didn't. No, it's just but the... she kind of took advantage of that, right? The message and the texting, um, the type, the what they were texting. Right. Crossed the boundaries. So that's where I, I think my next question is, or my, my thinking, or, or, you know, just curiosity is like, so what would be crossing the line? Right. Like, let's say you and I were in our relationship and we both do have friends of the opposite sex. And let's say for you personally, what would you be cool with and what would you not be cool with, you know, from from that perspective? Yeah, I think for me, um, before I send out the message or before I do something right, I always ask myself, would Will be uncomfortable or upset? If he was standing in front of me. Mm. And if the the answer is yes, then I'm most likely crossing the line. Like if I feel like I have to hide it because, oh. you know, that would upset you or make you feel uncomfortable. Or sometimes I'll ask myself, what if Will did exactly the same? How would I feel? 
That's and, really and, good. Yeah. And if the answer is, I wouldn't like that, then okay, you have your answer. And then I wouldn't, do, I won't do that. Uh-huh. But if I'm okay with you, you know, doing whatever I'm doing, then it's, I think it's fine. So it's like, you have to be, it, it, you can't be a hypocrite, right? Like Absolutely. if you expect something from your spouse to treat you a certain way, mm-hmm. then you'd better be able to do the same. Yeah. So like you can't forbid your significant other to not be able to have friends of the opposite sex. And that's you, so hard to, like, then, how is that? Even and then like, you have friends of the opposite sex, yeah. right? That's not, that's not fair. But like, I, I wonder like if somebody feels that way, like how do you even enforce that? You know what I mean? Like if clearly if they're at work, they're going to have colleagues of the opposite sex there right you go to any networking event function party right there's always going to be a mixture of men and women right yeah so like as a spouse that says you know what no you can't have that like man isn't that exhausting though like see that's the thing i just feel like if you put that strict guideline they're gonna still do it behind your back they just won't tell you yeah so they feel the need to hide it, like you were saying, right? Yeah, so I would rather just... Even if it's innocent. Yeah, so I would rather just let it, you know, just say yes to it. And then at least, you know, they'll, they'll feel comfortable to share everything that happens in a day with right. you or right. interactions that they're having. Yeah. Yeah, I think you make a good point about that. I, I think that's a good way to approach it is just think about it from... Like, would that, would your partner be cool with you doing whatever that is? And, and I think that's important, but sometimes, you know, people might not think about their actions, right? Before they do them. And that's where the problems. That's where the trouble happens. So like, you know, if, if I think hanging out with somebody of the opposite sex, a, a coworker, a friend, whatever, right. Um, is totally fine. This is my opinion, right? I think that's totally fine. And I think people can just be platonic friends because if you connect with somebody, it doesn't matter whether they're a man or a woman, right? To me, like, I feel like it's just, we're just two human beings and we're connecting, we're jiving, we have chemistry, we enjoy each other's company. What's wrong with that? There's no, there's no romantic aspect to it. Mm -hmm. And if we, if it's, I feel like we, we can control to some level of even if there was some let's say you sense oh this person actually likes me or they feel like a certain way attraction towards me that goes more than the friendship even if i know that i can put a stop to it right i can choose to not let that turn into anything you can choose not to engage i don't exactly like if somebody flirts with me um i can choose to flirt back or i can choose to not nope. engage with Mm-mm. it. Yeah. Nope, not even, this is not going to happen, right? Um, and we can stay friends, but you might even consider like distancing yourself a little bit because you know where this can lead, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think people are smart enough to to see that or like to feel it. Some of us, right? Some people maybe aren't as um, in tune with that aspect, but that's okay, right? There are signals there, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think we all have that choice and that capability to decide where we want to take it. And and I think it's even more complex because let's say your spouse comes to you and tells you like, hey, I don't like this. Like, I don't want you to hang out with your uh, with other opposite sex like uh, people. Right. <laughs> opposite sex people. people. People of the opposite <laughs> sex. Right. And 
you know, they don't, they explain to you, you know, I've been burned before and I just, here's why I feel that way. Um, you know, I just, I have a hard time trusting because in my last relationship I got cheated on and this is what happened. And, you know, it's not fair, right. For them to put that baggage on you, but let's say they explain that to you. I tell you, that's what, mm-hmm. why I feel that way. How would you respond in that situation? Mm, I think in that situation, I, it'll give me a better insight to why, you know, they feel uncomfortable with me hanging out uh, with the opposite sex. So I think that's a good point um, to maybe set uh, boundaries and, and maybe some guidelines on yeah. what they are comfortable with. And maybe include, you start off, yeah, start off so. with including them in your hangouts, right? Uh, to show them, hey, show it's them. innocent. This is nothing romantic. Yeah, this yeah. is, they're just my friends. Right. Um, but Who happens to be of the opposite sex. Yeah. But um, I think you should keep an open dialogue. Maybe something did happen, right? Uh, that you did trigger, you know, that insecurity of theirs. Yeah. Um, and that's something that you two should talk about, like and work on. Yeah. Did did the other person or your friend did they break some boundaries? Right? Are mm. they intruding on your relationship? Like, do does she feel in he or she feel insecure? That you're spending more time with your friends than her and putting your friendship as the priority in her secondary. That's true. I think especially if, let's say, um, I mean, it could be a, it could be the same sex, right? In that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just you just might feel like I'm taking a back seat in this relationship where there's three people, right? I'm your spouse, but why do I feel like I'm like take I'm playing second fiddle? you know, to your friend, whether it's a friend of the same sex or the opposite sex. Is that kind of what you're, yeah. you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that might be important to more important to some people than others. Right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, I guess like with this topic, I think why someone might feel like they're not okay with it too, could be that we all know, like if you spend enough time with someone, there are times where feelings can develop, right? I mean, you can't, it's so hard to spend that much time with somebody um, and not, and, and expect that there's no chance that anything can develop, right? There's a reason why people are a little bit hesitant about, you know, their spouse hanging out so much with the opposite sex because there is that possibility, Yeah. right? I mean, we see it in shows and stuff like, like that. Friends, <laughs> <laughs> they started dating each other. Yeah, they. But you know, in I, I get it too from that perspective from someone going absolutely no. Um, it's because you know a lot of French. I mean, a lot of friendship, a lot of um, relationship, as like couples' relationship starts out with a good friendship. Yeah. So I, I see it. You know, it's kind of like. So that's why maybe they're afraid, right? Like, Yeah, it's like the temptation is there. That's true. Especially if they get along very well. It's kind of like, sometimes you see people too. Like, it's like, you know, like they're just yeah. friends, but then you're kind of like, you guys should be dating, you right? Guys, like, exactly. <laughs> maybe they feel threatened. That's what it is. I think it's, it's, they feel threatened or they feel like, I mean, because you wouldn't be so protective unless you feel like, hey, there's a chance, right? Like. Mm-hmm. I got to hold on to my man or I got to hold on to my woman yeah. so that, you know, 
um, they don't get snatched up by somebody else or that feelings don't develop somewhere else. Yeah. And, and they're going to leave me. You know, it's like all these insecurities, right? Yeah. It can pop up. And then some, some best friends, they just seem so perfect for each other. Right. Right. It's just like, why haven't you guys started dating? Yeah. And I would hate to be, you know, <laughs> dating someone who has a best friend like that. Yeah. But we've seen it happen too, right? Different sides where like best friends end up dating like years later or whatever. And it actually works. Yeah. But then we've also seen it where it's just like awkward. You know, it's like we're better off as friends, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then or sometimes, you know, you see that let's just say um, a guy and a girl, right? And let's say uh, the girl has feelings for the guy, but the guy doesn't. And you can sense stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. So and there must be a reason why they feel threatened. And that's something you should, you know, discuss. And, and you know, relationship is always a choice. So yeah. if you're truly uncomfortable, um, you know, not... And not happy with not being able to have friends of the opposite sex. And, you know, you talked about it and you, you know, make sure that they feel secured in the relationship and you've done everything you can. But if that's the one thing that's causing you, you know, to be unhappy in your life, you know, you always have a choice. Yeah. Right? And I, I think like there's definitely like value in having friends of the opposite sex. Right. Because yeah. you can learn so much about the opposite sex just through conversation, right? And through um, understanding where they're coming from. Because sometimes, you know, like you and I, like we have our arguments or we have our disagreements and, and we think we're right, you know? And mm -hmm. if I talk to my boys... They're going to have my back most likely, They're going to be right? like, yes, and they'll pump you up. Yeah, too. they'll be like, yeah, dude, you're so right. Like, I can't believe she said that. Or, you know, she's she's the one that's crazy, blah, 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 right? Of course, right? Of course. And if you do that with your girls, yeah, what's going to happen? Of course they're going to have my back. Yeah, it's the same thing, right? But so sometimes it's like, hold on a second. We we kind of want to hear what we want to hear. And we, we we talk to people that we know will most likely agree with us. But then it's also helpful, right, to have somebody maybe a little bit more objective or that can see it from your side mm -hmm. instead of just what I'm seeing. And I, I know I've had situations like that where um, I talked to a female about like one of our disagreements and they're like, you're stupid, right? Like, <laughs> here's why she's mad at you. And I'm like, oh, damn, I think I just needed to hear it from somebody else, right? Um, or like a different, per like, again, from the opposite sex. Right. And I'm like, oh, is that what she was trying to say? You know, like, yeah. I don't know, something just clicks a little bit more than when, when you're the one saying it, cause I'm trying to be right, you know? Yeah. And it's helpful to get like advice too. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, even in positive stuff, like you, do you think he'll like this better or this better, you know, in a, a guy's perspective. Right. Right. And I think it enhances. It's helpful. Yeah, it enhances the, the relationship. So if you don't have like friends of the opposite sex, you don't have that advantage. You know, you mm -hmm. don't have that perspective. Um, yeah. And you can't see like the full spectrum of, of views. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and you limit yourself. So but like I said, I think with this question, it is very, very much like anything else in relationships. It's it's very dependent on each person and what you're comfortable with 
what your boundaries are. And, and it's something that I think you and your spouse or your partner needs to kind of understand. You need to know where this person's boundaries are, what they're willing to tolerate and not tolerate and vice versa, right? Yeah. And it's fine. Mm-hmm. If your boundary is you don't feel comfortable with, um, you know, the person you're dating to have friends of the opposite sex, or if you're like, absolutely yeah. no, you lay out the rules. <laughs> oh, you know what? It, it's fine. That's 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 what makes you happy. And, and you, you're being upfront about it. Yeah, right? and you yeah. deserve you deserve to have what you know you, you want. You want and. But just know that when you lay out the rules like that, the other person <laughs> is going to expect the same thing. No, the other person can has a choice, right? Yeah. They can they agree with you or they can disagree with you. I'll play by those rules or no, right? Exactly. They can choose that. Yeah, but I, I don't think that, you know, you uh, should not have the boundaries that makes you feel comfortable just to please somebody else. Right. And I think, like I was saying, if you're going to put those boundaries in place, then I think it's only fair that you abide by them too, right? You can't have hold someone to these standards and then you yourself are like doing the complete opposite. <laughs> yeah, you like, can't have that because that's not going to work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what, what do you think, um, you know, somebody that maybe is thinking about this topic or like maybe they're having a, a similar situation in their in their uh, relationship. What do you think is their takeaway or what can we draw from this as a learning experience? Yeah, I think that the takeaway is um, if you're going to have friends of the opposite sex, make sure that you have boundaries and you respect those boundaries. Yeah. Um, you know, don't do something that, you would feel uncomfortable if your partner did the same. Right. Uh, And I think if, you know, your significant other or uh, whoever you're dating is uncomfortable with you having, you know, friends of the opposite sex, it's important for you to further, you know, dissect the situation and find out why. Yeah. You know, maybe it's because they've been hurt. And maybe you might want to approach it a little bit more with a little bit more empathy. Right, right. Right. Versus getting defensive. Defensive and be like, no. be like oh my God. Or just so, ending it. Yeah. They're so crazy. Why, yeah. why wouldn't, you know, it's that, yeah. that's not, that's you don't not know where right. they're coming from, right? Exactly. Yeah. They, you don't know. I think I made that mistake before where it's like, I just assume like, oh man, this person's just crazy. It's over. Like, no, that's not, like, that's not right. Yeah. yeah. And you're not thinking from the per- other person's perspective. Or maybe yeah. you did something. And you didn't even know. Like, you hey, didn't, I did something. Maybe you crossed yeah. a boundary and now they're insecure. Yeah. It and could, you didn't know that that's what would trigger your spouse. Yeah. Or that that's a big insecurity for them and you violated it. Mm-hmm. Right? Or maybe something happened during a hangout that you weren't aware of. Mm. Right. So I think. Um, could have been innocent to me, but it came off as like disrespectful to you, maybe, right? You could view it in a different way. Yeah. So you need to open that line of communication. Y'all got to talk about it. We got to talk about it. Yeah. It's always like how it is. And it's not easy. It's of not course. easy. No. Yeah. It's not, it's not one of those that is like absolute yes or no. Right. Cause I, I think like um, most of us, uh, if you're in a relationship, you don't really want to be that needy partner either. You know what I mean? I don't want to be the one that's like clingy and needy and like 
super jealous all the time. But sometimes you can't help your feelings, right?、Mm-hmm. So I think it's great advice to just like talk it through and see what your partner thinks, what they're comfortable with, and、um, I think you guys can kind of work things out, you know? Yeah. Okay. I think that wraps things up. Yeah, with this episode, we hope you guys enjoyed the episode.、Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Magnetic Mismatch. Check out some of our YouTube videos. We do upload、uh, the video version of our podcasts on YouTube. Same thing at Magnetic Mismatch. <laughs> And、uh, you make sure to subscribe、uh, if you enjoyed the episode. To give us a five star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or any other of the、um, audio platforms, we're available on all of them. Yeah, and also、uh, make sure to share our content with your family and friends, and also to tune in every Thursday because that's when we release a new episode. Yep. So until next time, bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>